Hey, what's up, you guys? My name is Joe Rivera, and you're listening to my Chicago Bears fan-made podcast, Grin and Barrett. On today's podcast, I just want to go over the um, the preview for the Bears versus the Colts game. Um, you know, a little bit of NFC North tour as usual, and the NFL happenings at the end, you know? Um, so pretty much, um, you know, it, they, I, I guess uh, they, they came out of... I don't know if I said them in my, la- in my last podcast, but they came out officially... Um, you know, and Managi and them, they said that they watched the tape, they talked around a little bit, and they, uh, yeah, they pretty much, uh, made it official where Nick Foles is the unquestioned starter, you know, Mitch is behind him, and that's it, that's all she wrote right now, um, bar an injury, you know, um, and, uh, my whole thing is, is that people are, are, are like the people who, who wanted Nick Foles to start, or, you know, that were hating on Mitch or whatever the hell. That were like, see, I told you. I told you that they did this on purpose. That's not the case, dude. Like, people keep making it that, like, naggy and, you know, everyone's like, no, we got to start. We, we It's, uh, you know, we're bringing in Nick Foles as a smokescreen, you know. Mitch is going to start again, you know, no matter what. It's That wasn't the case. This was a legit QB competition, okay? <clears throat> Now, yeah, there are some, like, yeah, yeah, someone like Chase Daniel is not a legit competition, but Nick Foles was brought in here for legit competition, you know? And for people to think that, oh, man, like, it wasn't, it's it's just stupid, dude. You know, there were multiple reports out there that were showing that Mitch and and Foles were going at it, and that Mitch was, not by a lot, but by a hair, better than Foles was, you know? And to be fair, Trubisky probably was better than Foles. You know, when, when he first got here. Um, and the reason that being is because Trubisky's been here longer. You know, he did more during the off season than, than Foles did. Foles had a kid and, you know, and he moved from Jacksonville out to Chicago. You know, he had way more stuff going on than Trubisky. So to say that, you know, anyone was surprised that Trubisky won, you know, it, it, it it's ridiculous. You know, and um, unfortunately, he couldn't keep his job for him. And Foles is the starter now, so, you know, but it, 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 I just find it upsetting that people keep doing that. But anyways, you know, I, I'm done I'm done getting into it about that kind of stuff. Um, we're moving on with Foles now, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much let's get into the Colts, you know. Week four, uh, Frank Wright, their head coach. So Frank Wright, he pretty much started off his, uh, his NFL career. Uh, as a player, and then moved on, you know, skipped college, and then, well, not, not, not as a player, but as, as a coach he did. Um, skipped over to the NFL and was an offensive assistant uh, coach. Uh, moved on to quarterbacks, wide receivers, and then eventually um, an offensive coordinator, and then moved on to a uh, a head coaching gig with the Colts, obviously. And he did love this, starting off with the Colts, <laughs> funny enough. Uh, the Cardinals, the Chargers... And then eventually the uh, the Eagles, uh, where he, um, where him, DeFilippo, and Doug Peterson all, you know, with Nick Foles, uh, ended up winning a Super Bowl against the Patriots. Uh, one of one of my favorite uh, Super Bowls to watch. Uh, but yeah, that was the one uh, where they did it, uh, and that's pretty much what got him his job. Uh, I remember when the Colts before him though they were going to try to hire Josh McDaniels, blah blah blah, and then they ended up just um, you know uh, what's his face, Chris Ballard is their GM, and I remember. He came out with this big declaration, like the the rivalry's back on with the Patriots, and it's just like, yeah, that's like not that's not gonna happen, dude. Uh, you know, especially with 
the way that team was operating. And they and this was when they still had Andrew Luck. People were still laughing at that. And now that Andrew Luck retired, you know, abruptly, um, and now they have Philip Rivers and he's not doing so hot. I that was just such a stupid thing to say was the rivalries back on dude you guys are never <laughs> i whatever man just keep dreaming anyways i don't know why i'm talking about him when when, when they might beat us because they're because per- they're, they're looking rather decent now um but then again they've played some trash teams so to say that like they're that scary is is not something that um that, that i'm like whoa that, that i'm stepping back from but anyways frank wright uh, he ended up getting picked uh, when, when Josh McDaniels when Josh McDaniels dipped last minute on them because um, I think they had a press conference and everything set up and like right before that happened he's like yeah I'm not coming you know I'm gonna stay in New England I'm gonna stay with Bill Belichick and yeah, the rest is history I mean Frank Wright hasn't been a bad head coach you know um, <clears throat> you know they they uh, they they just got dealt a bad card with Andrew Luck you know and and that sucks for him you know. Uh, because Andrew Luck was, was a good quarterback, you know, it's just that he, um, I guess he just couldn't, you know, he didn't have, you know, I guess he just, I guess he didn't have anything left in the tank mentally to go through another rehab session or whatever, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I've never had to do anything that grueling before, but, um, you know, other than, like, having my appendicitis removed, but uh, I can only imagine having to rebuild, you know, all that all that muscle in that one section of your body over, you know, in certain parts of your body getting beat up year after year and then having to subject, you know, subjugate yourself to that every goddamn season, you know. Um, that sucks for him, but, uh, you know, hopefully he's happy now. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Frank Wright, he does not look like that bad of a head coach. Hopefully he can get everything going again. Um, but, yeah, this year... So far, hasn't been looking so great for them. Moving on. Nick Sarani. I think that's how you pronounce his name. <laughs> but he is their offensive coordinator. He was a defensive backs and wide receivers coach in college. Moved on up to the NFL as an offensive quality control coach. Then as an assistant quarterbacks coach. A wide receivers and the quarterbacks coach. And then eventually being offered the OC job in Indianapolis by Frank Wright. And he did all of this with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Chargers. So his resume isn't very big. Uh, moving on to their DC. Matt Eberflus is someone that uh, <coughs> that I was looking at as, um, you know, oh, or, 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 or that I was thinking that he might get a couple of interviews. Um, oh, yeah, there's another thing. Man, I can't believe I totally forgot about this. The reason why this really stings more with Josh McDaniels, I'm sorry, I, I'm totally backtracking, but that a lot of these coaches that are on this staff are the ones that Josh McDaniels picked. So a lot of these people aren't even Chris Baller or or whoever the hell, uh, Frank Wright's, you know, choosing, I think. Uh, the OCI, I'd have to double check, but the Matt Eberflus, that's, that's definitely not there. That was someone that Josh McDaniels had chosen as his defensive coordinator um, to, to be for the Colts. And, um, and yeah, like, he's kind of good. Eberflus, like, don't, yeah, don't discount this guy. This guy knows what he's doing. Um, he's a hell of a, uh, he's a hell of a coordinator. And, um, yeah, I think he's kind of like, you know, like, just like, a, you know, he's someone that doesn't get enough recognition, in my opinion, personally, just because I, th- I think that the Colts, um, you know, they, they've been dealt a couple of bad cards these last couple of years, but that defense has always been rather, you know, 
rather up there, you know, in, in, in quality at least. You know, they've, they've been very solid, even though they can't really produce too much on offense. Um, and for Eber, Eberflus, um, and he started off, you know, working his way up through college, you know, graduate assistant, whatever, teachers, whatever. Anyways, recruiting coordinator, whatever the hell. Um, outside linebackers coach officially and a defensive backs coach and then eventually a D.C., uh, in college, moved on up to the NFL, where he was a linebackers coach essentially, and then and then uh, passing game coordinator, and then eventually came on to the to to the Colts as a um, as a DC, um, and he did all of this in the NFL with uh, with the Browns and the Cowboys and the Colts, obviously. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the coaching staff. It's it's a very interesting coaching staff, in my opinion. Um, really cool coaching staff, you know, especially Everflus. I, you know, I, I think he's a really good coordinator. Um, Serrano, Serrani, whatever the hell his name is. Um, I don't know how much he's involved, but because I think that's more more Frank Wright, uh, who's more involved in that offense, because he's more of the, uh, you know, the Doug Peterson coach. You know, he's he's from his branch. So, uh, and uh, and Doug Peterson is from. Uh, it's from the Andy Reid branch, so it's kind of so we're very related to this team in coaching wise on the offense at least. Um, you know, uh, moving on to their off season, so they pretty much had a pretty big off season. I mean, I know they had a lot of cap space to to start signing some players, but yeah, all that room that they uh, that they weren't going to spend on Andrew Luck uh, obviously got spent on the rest of the team. Um, you know, because I think the first thing they did when they went out in free agency, I think their only loss was Eric Ebron, really. That was the only big one that I could really read on. Um, other than that, you know, I mean, they didn't have a strong core roster to begin with. So anyone that was let go during the offseason, it wasn't worth noting. Um, but the people that they brought in were pretty were pretty big. Um, they ended up trading for DeForest Buckner from the 49ers. Um and they signed him to a big, con- you know, contract extension, um, kind of like how the Bears did with Cleo Mack. Probably not as good as Cleo Mack, but still in the same vicinity of that of that uh, area. Uh, they ended up uh, grabbing Xavier Rhodes um, when he got released by the Vikings. So he's on their team. I don't know if we're going to see him, though. Um, anyways, TJ Carey, uh, Sheldon Day, Roosevelt Nix. And to replace Eric Ebron, they brought in the almighty uh, Trey Burton. Mr. Iron Man himself. <laughs> so it's going to be awesome. And I think Trey Burton's going to play us. So it's going to be awesome to see how good he is versus us. The CV does not just get punked out of this game. I really want us to beat him down because he deserves it for wasting our goddamn time um, and money. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much their offseason moves. Um you know, and I'm not very vengeful towards players, but Trey Burner, man, he really holds a special place in my heart for how much I hate that guy. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just don't really like him that much. Um, you know, anyways, moving on to um, to their draft. Oh, so they had traded away their first rounder for Buckner. And because of that, they didn't select to the first round or second. I'm sorry, first round, second round. Um, and with their first and with their first pick in the second round, they ended up going with Pittman, a wide receiver. And then uh, after that, they went for a running back and Jonathan Taylor, who is someone that I'm who someone I'm going to get into a little bit further on, and I'll tell you more about later on in, in this episode. Um, in the third round, they ended up picking up Julian um, Blackman, a safety or defensive back, I'd like to say. Uh, and then in the fourth round, they ended up picking up Jacob Eason, a quarterback. In the fifth round, they went after uh, offensive lineman and Pintner, Pint, Pintner, Pintner, I don't know, Pintner, 
whatever. Um, they ended up going after him. And then in the sixth round, they had two draft picks. They went after Windsor, defensive lineman, and then Rodgers, uh, defensive back. Uh, and they had four, I'm sorry, four six-round picks. I'm so sorry. Uh, moving on. Uh, Patman, a wide receiver, was their third six-round pick. And in their fourth round, they ended up going with Glasgow, uh, a linebacker. And that was pretty much it for their uh, for their draft. Uh, now moving on to comparisons. Um, so this one should be a little bit better, especially at the quarterback position. Um, Phillip Rivers versus uh, Nick Foles. I'm going out to Nick Foles. I'm sorry. I think Phillip Rivers is just burnt out, you know, as a quarterback. Everyone keeps saying he's going to have another breakout game. I don't think it's coming. I honestly don't. You know, he couldn't do it versus the Jags. He couldn't do it versus the Vikings. You know, both of those teams do not have, like, awesome secondaries like we do. Um, you know, and he couldn't do it. Who the who was there? Uh, the Jets. You know, all these games, he, and he's not having a breakout game. Yeah, it's not coming versus the Bears. I'm sorry. But this is the one of the last teams I would bet that he would have a breakout game. If he's, still, if he's not having it versus those teams, he's definitely not doing it versus the Bears, okay? He didn't do it in his prime. When he when we played the Chargers way back, okay, he wasn't doing it then. He's not gonna do it now. I'm sorry, Chargers fans, or Chargers fans. I'm sorry, Colts fans. It's not gonna happen, you know. Um, now moving on to the running backs, um, Jonathan Taylor versus Dave Montgomery. I'm probably gonna go with Dave Montgomery right now, just because I like Dave Montgomery. And he and uh, and I'm being biased on on this one, you know. I don't think there's that big of a uh, 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 of a gap in talent, but I would probably go with. Montgomery right now over uh, over Taylor. Um, moving on to wide receivers, um, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Zach Pascal, and uh, Michael Pittman are their wide receivers right now. Um, if I had to stack them up against ours with Robinson, Miller, and Mooney, uh, I'm probably going to go with theirs for now. Um, just because I know T.Y. Hilton, I, I would probably put T.Y. and Allen Robinson in the same vicinity. Um, maybe Allen Robinson might be a little bit better. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. But I would probably put them in the same vicinity. Um, but, yeah, but when it comes to Anthony Miller versus, like, Zach Pascal or Pittman and then uh, Mooney, yeah, I think I'm probably going to go with their receiving core more than ours. Um, but it's not exactly destroying ours. Um, tight ends. Now, Trey Burton might be starting. If not, they got Jack Doyle and and a guy named Allie Cox. Um you know, those would be their top three, and then ours would be uh, Graham, um, Komet, and Harris. Um, and I would probably go, I'm just going to go with our tight ends. I think our tight ends are way better than theirs. I'll just say it. You know, Komet hasn't shown much, um, but hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes this Sunday, though, you know, um, with uh, Nick Full starting. Uh, offensive line Costanzo, um, Nelson, Kelly. Glowinski and Smith versus Leno, um, who the hell's, uh, James Daniels, Cody Whitehair, Jermaine Fetty, and Bobby Massey. Whew, I would definitely pick their offensive line over our offensive line. As much as I like our interior, or I, yeah, as much as, I, as I'm starting to, you know, like more, like more and more of our interior, I gotta go with theirs. Their their offensive line is just really good. Um, you know, I, I honestly do think uh, they're probably probably going to be one of the best offensive lines we've seen all season, or so far at least. Um, but yeah, definitely this, that would be a, definitely a test for our very weak defensive linemen at the moment. Uh, so um, yeah, I think 
grabbing someone like snacks would probably be pretty would probably be pretty big for us. And if we don't, I think it's going to be noticeable in this game. The way it was noticeable for Detroit because they have a very strong interior, and um, yeah, it showed. It really did, especially in the running game. Uh, moving on to the defense, they got Houston Buckner. Stewart and Autry. Uh, now, 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 the rest of, besides Buckner is the only person that I really recognize off the name. Um, but if I had to guess for the rest of their defensive line, eh, I wouldn't know versus, you know, someone like ours and Nichols and uh, RRH and Akeem Hicks. Whew, this is a tough one, uh, but I'm probably going to go with theirs um, just because I haven't seen enough from Akeem Hicks. Yet, I wouldn't say they're that much better than ours, but I would say because Akeem Hicks has not shown up to the to what I do like to see, I'm going to give it to them right now. Um, linebackers, Leonard Walker and Okay Ricky, I don't know Ricky Rick Rick, I don't know. Anyways, those three guys versus Smith, Trevathan, yeah, Trevathan. Uh, Mack and, and Quinn. Uh, I'm going after our linebackers versus their linebackers. Uh, and then secondary. Um, I know they're they're uh, one of their defensive backs. Malik Hooker is out, so they're kind of running thin there. I think I think they brought in did they bring in Earl Thomas? I think they might have brought in Earl Thomas to look at since Malik Hooker is down. Um, anyways, um, it's Yasin Blackman. Willis and Rhodes uh, versus Fuller, uh, Jalen Johnson, uh, Tashawn Gibson, and Eddie Jackson. I'm picking our secondary over their secondary. Our secondary is, I, I think, is is twice as much talented as theirs is. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for um, for comparisons. Uh, moving on to what I think is uh, is the horseshoe of the Colts. Um, I don't. I, I couldn't think of anything to really put with the Colts. I don't know. Anyways, um, the Colts, what do I think they're going to do on offense or what they should do on offense is um, use that great offensive line and run Jonathan Taylor down that bear's throat. Just run it down their freaking throat and, you know, don't worry too much about the offense of the Bears, okay? Not just, I would risk it. I would honestly risk it and just run the ball down their freaking throat. And then, you know, that'll make, now, and that'll make Phillip Rivers' job so much easier, too, if they're if they're more afraid of the run than they are Phillip Rivers, you know? That's all I'm saying. Um and then on defense, um This is tough because I would not give Nick Foles time to throw. Uh Nick Foles is actually a good passer. Um but you don't gotta worry about containing him though, the way you would Trubisky. So um I would probably I would probably worry more. I, I, I would probably go after um, Nick Foles, shut down the pass, and let the Bears run the ball. Let the Bears try to run the ball. I think it's reversed now for this offense. Whereas you don't have to be as scared of the run as you are of the pass. Um, or you have to be more scared of the pass than you are of the run. I don't know how the hell I said it. But anyways, I would go after Nick Foles first because I don't want them scoring quick points. I would want them to try to run the ball against us and um, and that good defensive line of, of, the, uh, of the Colts. You know, and I think that the run, stopping the run is a lot easier than stopping the pass. So that's what that would be my main main focus would be stopping Nick Foles from passing. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, for comparisons now, bare necessities. What do I think the Bears need to do? 
Um, the Bears didn't do what they did last week, you know, and that's keep it high tempo, um, you know, um, keep it bounced, good run, good pass against this Colts defense. And then on defense, just get after uh, Jonathan Taylor. Stop Jonathan Taylor and put Phillip Rivers second. I wouldn't worry about Phillip Rivers um, against us. So pretty much, yeah, that, 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 that'd be uh, my my guess on what they should do on defense and offense. Um and now moving on to NFC North Tour. So the Packers, I think they play the Falcons um, on a Monday Night Football, though. Um, Packers versus Falcons. Um, I'm hoping the Falcons win. Um, it's not like they can't win, you know. Um, that's a very good offense. That defense needs to be able to handle Aaron Rodgers, who's just been looking super hot lately. Um, so I think it'll be a shootout for those two guys, um, for those two teams. It's going to be a big shootout, and... Um, yeah, I think the Packers might have a better defense though than the, than than the Falcons, obviously. So I think the the Packers are going to win, but I hope the Falcons win though. Um, anyways, Lions versus the Saints. This one's easy for me, obviously. Um, Saints win. Hope the Saints win. Uh, Vikings. Uh, fortunately, they're dealing with some COVID nineteen stuff. Um, they've been allowed to return to their facilities at this moment in time. Um, they're going to play the Texans. I don't really have. That good of a field. Both of these teams aren't very good. Um, whew. But if I had to guess, um, they always beat the Titans last week. So I'm probably going to say that, man, they're really thirsty for that win. This would be the game they do it, and I think they do do it. Um, but I hope the Texans win, though, if I'm guessing. I think the Vikings win. I think the Vikings finally get out of their own head, and they beat the Texans. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that'd be my guess. Um, moving on to, um, the rest of the NFL. Broncos and Jets, I think I said last, last, uh, podcast, I think I said the Broncos are going to win this one. Um, yeah, the Jets are not just looking good anymore, dude. I don't know what the hell they're going to do in New York with the Jets. You know, uh, Adam Gase, he's got his, he's got his GM in there. I don't know if Joe Douglas is going to want to go, you know, um, we'll see. We will see, you know, because everyone likes Joe Douglas, I think, but they freaking hate, you know, Adam Gase. Um, so do they let him stay? I don't know. Um, if they fire Adam Gase, does Joe Douglas follow him, you know? Um, hopefully he doesn't because, you know, I don't think he's a bad GM. I just think Adam Gase is a bad head coach, which just sucks for, for Joe Douglas. Um, moving on, Chargers and Bucks. Um, Buccaneers win that one. Um, I think Anthony Lynn's a, a fine head coach. But uh, I just think he's um, he's not very spectacular. He's, he's not very special. Um, but you know what I really think sucks for him? Is that he's in a very, very strong division with the Chiefs. You know, and he's, he's in a division with very, you know, electrifying looking coaches. With, uh, you know, John Gruden and, and Andy Reid. And even, even Vic Fangio, I think, is cooler than Anthony Lynn. You know, I mean, Anthony Lynn is just so plain, in my opinion. And um, I think if he were in a division like the AFC East, I think he would fit right in ne right next to Bill Belichick, just being very vanilla looking, you know. Um, but yeah, I think Anthony Lynn, he just, um, he's probably not going to make it as their head coach. And maybe he just needs a change of, maybe he just needs another team because the Chargers aren't very good to begin with. You know, it, it sucks that they moved from San Diego. They should have never left San Diego. They're probably making more money in LA, but you know, I, I, I just, I can't say stop. I can't stop even getting close to San Diego Chargers. I, I keep forgetting to go Los Angeles Chargers, you know? 
Um, anyways, so moving on. The Bucks are gonna win that one. Moving on. Uh, Bengals and Jaguars. Um, I think the Jaguars are gonna win this one. Um, you know, the Bengals aren't a very hard team this year. They they tied with uh, with I forget who the hell they played last last time, but they tied with somebody, and uh, I think it was Washington maybe. But anyways, they're probably gonna tie. Or not tied. They're they're probably gonna lose to the Jaguars. I know the Jaguars are trying to prove a lot because everyone's saying that saying that they're tanking for Trevor. So I think the ja- I think the uh, the Jaguars have something to prove this year. Um, Dolphins versus the Seahawks. Seahawks easy peasy. Dolphins are trash in my opinion. They're never they're not going to be as good as everyone thinks they are. Um, I know I said that last week <laughs> or last Thursday when they got stomped when when they stomped out the the Jaguars. Um, so yeah, I shouldn't be rooting so hard for the Jaguars and, and rooting so little for the for the Dolphins. But uh yeah, I think um I think yeah, I think the Seahawks are I think the Seahawks are, are more legit than the Jaguars, so I think the Seahawks are gonna put one on them. Um uh Steelers versus Titans, uh Steelers easy peasy. Uh the Titans are already getting off to a rocky week, you know, with COVID going on in their locker room and having to stop and pause and the Steelers are, are just continuing to practice. Um so yeah, not only that, but I just think the Steelers are just more complete this year. They're more ready to to play the NFL, uh, especially with the healthy Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and yeah, they're just I just think they're better. You know, um, I know a lot of people are doubting them because they played some crummy teams, but um, but yeah, I think the Steelers are pretty legit. Uh, moving on to the uh, Cowboys versus the Browns. Cowboys easy, you know. Um, Browns, I don't think they're that great. Um, we'll see though as the season goes on. Um, how I'm feeling about the Browns. Um, they've been looking too bad with Stefanski. But it's something impressive, though, to me at least. Um, but yeah, I think the Cowboys uh, come out with that win. Uh, Cardinals versus the Panthers. Um, I think the Cardinals come out and they try to beat down uh, the Panthers just to show that last week's game versus the Lions was a fluke. Um, Washington versus the Ravens. I feel bad for Washington because they're going to get the abs- same thing again. Same thing with the Cardinals. Um, you know, it's happening with the Ravens. They're going to stomp out all their frustration with the Chiefs onto the Washington team. They're just going to see, you know, red from that team and red from this team, and you know, and they're just going to want to stomp out on a team. So I think that's what's going to happen for the unfortunately for the Washington team. Giants and the Rams. Rams. I mean, Giants suck. I, I really don't. I, 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 everything's better about the Rams. Well, I, I have nothing really to critique there. The Rams are just better, just straight up. I'm sorry, and every phase, every phase possible, the Rams are better than than the uh, than the Giants. The Giants suck. Sorry, you picked a bad head coach. Joe Judge sucks, in my opinion. Uh, moving on to um, Chiefs and Patriots. Uh, I don't think the Patriots are as strong as they used to be. Um, they lost a lot during the offseason, and I don't think they can compete with the big dogs um, with the top of the top, and that's, like, the Ravens and the Chiefs and, like, yeah. So I don't think they're going to be able to compete with uh, with the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are just going to, you know, are just going to put a stomping on them. Now, will the Patriots give them a scare for their money? Yeah, I think they will because um, it's the Patriots, you know. But I think the Chiefs come out with that win. Um Bills and Raiders, um, Bills. I'm probably going to go with the Bills. Uh, I'm still not sold on the Raiders yet. Um, 49ers versus the Eagles. Two very annoying fan bases, in my opinion. Um, 49ers, I guess. Uh, 
The Eagles are just playing some really bad ball right now, man. I have no freaking clue what the hell's going on with that team. Is it Carson Wentz that's just trash now? Or what the hell's going on over there in 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 uh, in in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania, you know? Or in Philadelphia, I'm sorry. In Philadelphia. I have no freaking idea what the hell's going on with that team, you know? Um, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, 49ers on this one. And uh, that's pretty much it for my, N- for my NFL happenings. Um... So, yeah. Oh, and I think the Raiders are going to get fined like hell because somebody held a party. One of their players held a party, like a little get-together event or whatever. And a ton of the Raiders players were there, and they weren't wearing, wearing masks. And a bunch of coaches like the Raiders are, are, are getting, you know, fines for not wearing their masks properly. Um, I understand you can't be heard clearly without that with that mask over your mouth. I know it, okay? I personally work somewhere where my communication with my mouth is needed. And yeah, it sucks to have that mask over your mouth because some of the stuff gets all muffled and stuff. So you can't hear anything like this. It sounds just like that. You know, um, now I have my hand on my mouth, but still, you know, it sounds very similar to that. And it, it sucks not, not being heard or being heard clearly, you know? Um, so I understand that. Um, but at the same time, they have to think of something better. You know, they have to think of it. Maybe a microphone in there. Maybe, maybe like putting like a an earpiece with a mouse. You know, putting a mouthpiece there that they can help. That can help. You know, get get their voice out clear. Maybe have headphones on with the other people and stuff. I don't know. They have to figure something out for um for for the coaches and stuff. You know, because because uh, putting your because uh, putting your mask down is just it's just ridiculous in my opinion. You know, um, and it's not needed. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's better safe than sorry. And obviously, after this, like you better believe that they're gonna be you know they're gonna be coming down with these rules harder and harder now because of this COVID outbreak with just these two little teams with the uh, Tennessee and, and and Minnesota. You know, they're really gonna be coming down, and they really want to to nip this in the butt so it doesn't because it's only week three. You know, we're heading into week four, and we're only a quarter of a way through the regular season. You know, we're not even into the playoffs, so. Yeah, like they're gonna wanna you know nip this in the butt as quickly as possible and and make this fewer and less to watch. You know, um, moving on to my final thought, and that is, uh, what is this team at? So we're at three zero. We're the worst three zero team apparently though. Look, winning a game in the NFL is not very easy. Winning two games in the NFL is even harder. When you stack three together, that is very that is very hard. Now, I don't think Coach Nagy is a bad head coach. I don't think the Bears team is a bad team. You know, I just think we get a bad rap because it's Mitch Trubisky heading the way, and now that Nick Foles is in charge, people don't exactly fall over their feet for Nick Foles. You know, and then there's the st- and then there's the statistic that oh no, Nick Foles has never played a full season before. It's like the guy hasn't been a starter for a full season is what you're trying to say, you know. Um, he hasn't he hasn't even done a season where he's been the chosen starter a whole season, you know. He's played he's played multiple games in a season. The most he's done until he, he's gotten injured is 13. That's a lot, you know. So to say that oh man he's never completed a season is ridiculous. Okay, he's never been given he's never been given a legit he hasn't given a lot of shots to complete a season. If we're being honest, just remember that. So yeah, um, but anyways, um, I think the Colts is, is a pretty big one. You know, um, I don't think it's as big as the Falcons game. I think the Falcons game was a lot bigger. 
than this game. This game should be a little bit easier. It should be. It's winnable. It is winnable. You know, it's very winnable for the Bears. Um, you know, and uh, it, and if we go four and or four and or four and O would be a would be very great. It would be very great to go to go into Week Five like versus the Buccaneers, and to go into that freaking you know gauntlet with the Saints and um, and the Tennessee Titans. You know, it, it it would be really great to go into that with with four wins under under our belt. You know, um, having this loss, I mean, it, it, it's great now even if we go three and one, but I would prefer we go four and zero. You know, obviously, I would prefer we go six and zero. You know, but. That's 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 not gonna happen, but um, you know, four no is is reachable, and it, yeah, and it definitely is with if we beat the Colts. So yeah, um, we'll see. With that being said, you guys, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed making it for you. And uh, with that being said, go Bears, bear down, peace.